Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about how Jesus emptied himself. We took it at this comparison. Jesus was, he emptied himself, becoming a servant. But at the same time, he was also filled. He was filled with God's spirit. It tells us he was filled with joy. He was filled with wisdom. And we're in this transition of the year right now. As we move past the Day of Atonement, which on the Day of Atonement was a day of fasting. We emptied ourselves. And then we move on to the Feast of Tabernacles, which is a reminder, God is tabernacling with us. He's filling us on the inside of us. And so we're going to be taking communion over this today. This is a time of gratitude for what Jesus did for us. Let's get started with our prayer, our daily prayer that we use. And then we'll go through our filters for today. And then we'll get into our time of communion. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began, and that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet, and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us, to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace, your love and your goodness and everything you've given us in Christ, and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today, and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. As a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, to stay in step with him to give me a little nudges back in the right direction just in case I ever get off track. It also helps to filter our decision-making as we go throughout the day to keep things top of mind. And so I like to start with the big picture vision. In our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, the goal is to build abundant life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program started for me about 10 years ago in Proverbs 13, 22. It changed the course of my whole life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. 
At the time, I wasn't really walking with God in my life, but I made a commitment. I want to pass on manuals and lessons and teachings for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. My relationship with him began to grow. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live, where we make him the center, we make him the source. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to do things his way. We learn how to walk in the light, where we have fellowship with him, fellowship with one another, to walk in faith and love and humility and forgiveness, and to walk out our days walking in his ways. And I just began to document what he was taking me through, and it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints that we have now called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And now we've got partners in this program. And our goal is to build these Abundant Life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints. Communities of people working together in unity who are thriving together, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he was going to give them the best and the most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. Everything that we need is in there. And God's been teaching us this year how to possess it, how to hold fast to it, how to keep it by filling up the basket of praise. I like to think of the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, we've got a basket full of all the issues and problems and testings that we face. And we can fill up that basket with venting and complaining and pouting. Or we can fill up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. Praising him for all that he's done in our lives. Praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ. And as we fill up that basket of praise, it helps us to magnify him and to possess and hold fast to those things that he's given us. And then this month in October of 2022, we've been focused on understanding the times. In 1 Chronicles chapter 12, it says the people of Issachar, and the name Issachar means reward, that they understood the times. And because of that, they knew what was best for Israel to do. They knew the best course of action to take. Whenever we have understanding, it leads to knowing what to do. And we talk about in our program, one of the most important things we need to understand is understanding God's grace. Colossians 1.6 says, ever since we understood God's grace, the gospel bears fruit in our lives. Understanding his grace, that he's working for our good continually. Even when we feel like we've missed it, we've we've slipped up, we've messed up, he's still working for our good. He's never going to leave us or forsake us. And then taking that understanding and understanding the times that God is working in the invisible realm. We can't always see him doing it. But underlying it all in the invisible realm where we can't see him working, he's working for our good. And that understanding leads to knowledge, to knowing him and to knowing what's best to do. And then this week, we've gone up been in a big week on God's calendar. Think of the yearly cycle, the circle of a year, as a 360-degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year. I don't think any one time is more important than another, but they give us little glimpses, little reminders of what he's done for us in Christ. And we just passed through the Day of Atonement a few days ago. The Day of Atonement is like the close of that circle. It's the closing of the year. 
But think of that circle. When it first gets closed, it's empty. And then God wants to go in and he wants to fill it. Now, the Day of Atonement, also called Yom Kippur, in the Jewish culture was the holiest day of the year. It was the one day of the year when the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the sins of the, of the people for the year. And so it was a cleansing. In the Old Testament, God told the people on the Day of Atonement, I'm going to make you clean. So it's an emptying out. It's a cleaning out in preparation for the Feast of Tabernacles, which starts on October 9th, a seven-day harvest festival, a reminder that God is tabernacling with us. He's filling us. And so today we're focused on Jesus emptied himself. And I want to look at two sides of this. He emptied himself, but he was also full. He was full of the Spirit. He was full of joy, the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us that he was filled with wisdom. Let's take a look at a couple of these scriptures today. Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. says that who? Jesus, existing in the form of God, he did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. As we went through the Day of Atonement, we, we were fasting. It's a 24-hour fast, no food, no water. We emptied ourselves as a reminder of this. But then God wants to fill us. He doesn't want us to be empty. He wants us to be filled. But we've got to clean out those old things. A deep cleansing. And then a filling. In Luke 10, 21, it says, At that same time, Jesus was filled with joy, with the joy of the Holy Spirit. And he said, O oh, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. And so, Heavenly Father, we are just so grateful for these reminders that we have during this time of the year. That Jesus emptied himself. And he was full. And he emptied himself so that we could be full. He said that he wants to fill us with your joy. That our joy would be full. You want to fill us with your Holy Spirit and with your joy and with your wisdom. And we're just asking for that today, Lord. For that filling that cleansing and the filling that only you can do. The fullness of him who fills all in all. It's part of our prayer that we pray every day. You fill all in all. Filled with delight, filled with joy, filled with the spirit. We're asking for a new level, increased capacity to be filled with this. And we think of the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body. Broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. God sent us Jesus. He didn't have to. He could have left us on our own, but he chose to. He chose the way of love, sending us his son. And if he would do that, how would he not graciously and freely give us all things richly to enjoy? We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray and God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. By his stripes, we've been healed. 
He was crushed and destroyed by God, smitten by God. So that we could be connected back to God, be right and holy and perfect in his sight, be able to approach him with freedom and confidence. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him. He made us one with him. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union with him. Communion, common union, a celebration that we've been joined, we've been united, we've been made one with him through his sacrifice. And he emptied himself to make this happen. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross for us. I said, Father, I thank you for this bread. Jesus, I thank you for what you did for us. And I ask you to bless this bread in Jesus' name. If you have a bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. And your blood washes us and cleanses us, makes us new, gives us this fresh start in life. Made us clean. gives us this opportunity that this day today, we get to walk out this day today connected with God in a covenant relationship with him. His covenant he will not break. So Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right. So in a couple days here on October 9th, we're starting the seven-day Feast of Tabernacles. A time to rejoice, a time to celebrate the harvest like a fall harvest festival, a time to remember God is tabernacling with us on the inside. He's filling us. And during that time in the Jewish culture, they typically eat stuffed foods, things like stuffed peppers, stuffed cabbage leaves, things with filling on the inside of them to symbolize this. Now, we typically talk about some health and fitness tips after this time. Because I truly believe health and fitness is one of the greatest ways. Physical exercise is a physical expression of exercising our faith. It helps us to connect with God if we do it the right way. And so as we went through the Day of Atonement, we went through our Daniel fast. We went through the 10 days of all, the Day of Atonement. There was a time there where I was still doing my workouts, but I was backing off just a little bit. I kind of emptied myself. But now it's time to refill it and fill it up to a new level. To overflowing. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint and be part of what we're doing there, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.